our second report from Cuba. This is on the ground. While the U.S. says it is defending democracy in Ukraine, Cuban leaders and hundreds gathered on the island from around the world for May Day denounced the U.S. and Europe for decades of military and economic war on them in Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean. Cuba is being uh, attacked by the U.S. government with the blockade, sanctions, and there are calls for drone strikes in Miami. And we are here to support this example, the Cuban example of revolution, of how we can arrange society to empower and for the betterment of the common people, the workers. But even in this new special period of hardship, the Cuban government is using its resources not to build bombs for death and destruction, but to build communities for health and survival. May Day in Cuba represents justice for the people who create the wealth, who make the society go every day, who make the gears turn. But in so many other places, laborers are an afterthought at best. All that and much more coming up. Welcome to On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the nation's capital. I'm Esther Averam. Well, though Cuba is just 90 miles from the United States, it is part of the global South. And the return this week to D.C. from there is jarring as news breaks that the far-right U.S. Supreme Court is planning to overturn Roe v. Wade, which made abortion and a woman's right to choose a national right. Meanwhile, abortion is a human right in Cuba. And as the COVID-19 death toll in the U.S. officially tops 1 million, but under the U.S. profit-driven healthcare system, pandemic aid to the uninsured and struggling hospitals is being cut. While in Cuba, less than 9,000 total persons have died. Healthcare is free and a human right. And despite the blockade, Cuba has created five of their own highly effective vaccines and has the second highest vaccination rate in the world. So whether it is healthcare or Amazon and Starbucks corporations trying to stymie union victories of their workers or PayPal trying to steal funds donated to Consortium News or Mint Press, just because these news organizations challenge the U.S. State Department's narrative on the war in Ukraine. So whether it is these or a myriad other issues, it is plain to see that U.S. imperialism is incompatible with the basics of so-called democracy. Every people's victory, some attained in my lifetime for voting rights, abortion rights, First Amendment rights to expanded health care for seniors, for peace on this planet, is being attacked by the 1% oligarchs of this country and by the politicians in both parties that do their bidding. And now the Biden administration has appointed a so-called disinformation governance board, a sort of United States Orwellian Ministry of Truth headed by a Ukrainian who will supposedly tell us what truths are facts and are self-evident. Meanwhile, the slogan for May Day on the socialist island of Cuba this year was Cuba lives and works. And the chant Viva Cuba frequently welled up from the hundreds of thousands who marched on the Plaza of the Revolution in Havana. And Sunday, May 1st, is where our second report from Cuba begins. You have to head out very early, long before daybreak in Havana, to make it to Plaza of the Revolution for May Day. 
on the way, you see groups of people walking the same direction, carrying banners and signs honoring Cuba's revolutionary leaders or proudly identifying their own career and work in a hospital or school or hotel or on a farm. Because this day, unlike any day in the United States, powerfully honors workers as the foundation of this socialist economy, which has been battered by two years of the pandemic, 243 U.S. economic coercive measures placed on the island by the Trump administration and continued under Biden. And those, of course, are on top of the illegal 60-year U.S. economic blockade. Speaking from a grand reviewing stand, Ulysses Gilarte de Nascimento, General Secretary of the Cuban Workers' Federation, which sponsors Labor Day, reflected on this defiance, perseverance, and hope as he told the crowd, quote, hostility is growing and the economic, commercial, and financial blockade imposed on us by the United States government, the main obstacle to our development programs is intensifying to the extreme. Together with a pandemic that maintains negative impacts in the economic, social, and labor spheres, faced with this panorama, Cuba does not stop. It implements policies to strengthen its economic actors and primary sectors of its productive base, the comprehensive transformation of its neighborhoods, and the reduction of people in situations of vulnerability. We will defend our socialism as we have for 61 years for Fidel and Raul. By the time Guillarte de Nascimento is finished speaking, workers streaming to the plaza are amassed into a sea of 700,000 and start marching behind 50,000 doctors and other healthcare workers holding a 100-foot-wide banner that reads, Cuba lives and works. And at this moment, we can only imagine the 5 million marching in other towns and cities across the island. It is a celebratory affirmation of resistance and a sense that Cubans are working and persevering in a way that they were not intended to by the U.S. regime. I speak to more of the 1,000 solidarity activists who travel from around the world to be in Cuba, including activists from countries that are indebted to Cuba's acts of heroism during their past or ongoing struggles against U.S. imperialism. My name is Gabriel Aguirre. I'm from Venezuela. 
I think that is very important because the May Day uh, means the struggle of the people of Cuba for the sovereign, for the independence, for the self-determination. And of course, uh, especially at this time, we are uh, here sharing and supporting to Cuba uh, because we think it's important the end of the blockade and of course the uh, overcome all the sanctions against the people of Cuba. Now this is a workers' holiday. How important is that in uh, Venezuela? Like, what what kind of work do you do in Venezuela? Are you here as a worker solidarity? Yes, of course. Uh, we are member of the work uh, the working class in Venezuela, and of course we share our our experience of a struggle, especially with the people of the Cuba, because we have many themes to appreciate and to to say thank you to Cuba. And of course, for us, it's very important to be here because it's our our support, our um, yes, our support with Cuba. Okay, thank you so much. My name is Mr. Ramu Gumos Kinja Ruzani from South Africa. We are from the Brigade Friends of Cuban Society, a friendship with Cuba society in South Africa, but also over over and above. I'm the leader of the South African Communist Party. So why was it important to come to Cuba to celebrate May Day? Firstly, let me tell you that when we were busy with our struggles, the first country to come into our assistance was Cuba. And they help us with little resources which they have. And now Cuba is under attack uh, on the imperialist agenda of the USA. So we are here to support in solidarity with the Cuba. Yeah. So we won't desert Cuba at all times, as South Africans. We will be always with Cuba. Right. Against the blockade, inhuman blockade by the American regime. Right. Yeah. This is a celebration for labor and workers. So what are some of the labor struggles in South Africa? We, we are still struggling because, remember, the imperialist forces, uh, the capitalist agenda is, is entrenched all over the world and those systems yeah, oppress the workers. So we are always organized as workers against the system of capitalism, uh, hoping that one day we'll have a system of socialism where everybody will be free and have a just uh, society. And what, what are some of the things that you hope to accomplish before you leave here? The only thing which you can say to the world and everybody is that uh, let's rally behind Cuba. Let's support Cuba in their uh, system of socialist uh, uh, government. And let's uh, tell everybody in the world that there's nothing Cuba did which is wrong. The only wrong part which the Cuba did is only that they pursue their own system of government, which others don't want them to do. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Camille Landry, and I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And what made you come out to celebrate May Day in Cuba? May Day is something worth celebrating. May Day is talking about the glory, the power, the history, the importance, the fundamental nature of the relationship of labor to the society. May Day in Cuba represents justice for the people who create the wealth, 
who make the society go every day, who make the gears turn. You know, the people who rock the cradles and sweep the streets and invent the new medicines and care for the elderly and the young and build the buildings and make clean water happen and all the other things without which literally civilization could not exist. But in so many other places, laborers are an afterthought at best. Labor is something to be exploited, not something to be glorified not something to be respected, not something to yield leadership to. Because to yield leadership to laborers is for the people to actually have power. Right, right. I was just thinking about the home care workers. You know, there was a demonstration in front of the White House for the climate, and the home care workers participated in it. And you're just kind of linking the idea of so many people who are vulnerable not being able to really make it in these storms and emergencies that are caused by the climate catastrophe. And I just thought that was so important, how they were linking their their need for, to be respected, as you say, yeah. to this larger issue around the climate. The climate is so important. It's really more than the climate, though. It's, it's ecological justice. So uh, do you know what the um, most polluted county is in America, basically, um, it's the Bronx, New York. You know, um, and, and that sounds weird. You would have thought that I would have said someplace downwind from a steel mill or something like that. Uh, yeah, or Cancer Alley, uh, New Orleans. And, and, yeah, yeah can, and Cancer Alley is, is definitely one of the things that I was going to mention. Lowndes County, Alabama, primarily black county in this yeah. country's black belt. It's called the black belt because they stole us, they dumped us, they left us. Lowndes County, much of it does not have a sewage system, and raw sewage runs down the streets of of Lowndes County, Alabama. People in major cities like the Bronx, like Chicago, like Milwaukee, like every other major city that you can think of. When you go into a school, I live in Oklahoma, which is a, a primarily rural state. I mean, I live in a city. But it's not the dirtiest city in the country. You know, it's not known for pollution the way L.A. smog was or Lake Erie catching on fire some years ago or anything like that. But about, oh gosh, like 60 some odd percent of the kids that attend public school carry an inhaler. Why? Why? The reason why is because we do not have environmental justice and the rate to which poor people black and brown people are exposed to particulate matter, to industrial pollution, to the lack of clean water, to, we won't even talk about the food desert issue. The people of the Navajo Nation living where the majority of the water on that nation, both groundwater and surface water, is polluted often with heavy metals and, and radioactive materials like like uranium. Right, right, right. That's not accidental. That is very deliberate. That is, we've got to do something with all of this poison. Let's dump it on the black and brown people. So I'm doing an interview for Pacifica Radio. Yes. Is it okay? Okay. Yes, it's okay. Yeah. My name is uh, Alexandre. I'm from Quebec, uh, a province in Canada. Uh, usually we, we, we speak French, and we, but I can speak English. Okay. <laughs> so tell me why you came out to May, celebrate May Day in Cuba. Uh, because the, the fight 
for labor for Cuba. Cuba is being uh, attacked by the U.S. government with the blockade, sanctions, and there are calls for drone strikes in Miami by the, the, the Cuban Miami community, the traitors, and we are here to support this example, the Cuban example of revolution, of how we can arrange society to empower and for the betterment of the common people, the workers. That's why we are here in solidarity. Yeah. So, um, what are some of the labor struggles happening in Canada? We had in the, the last years, we had problems with healthcare. In Quebec, healthcare is in a very uh, difficult situation. Uh, people are, um, their wages are not going up as they should. Uh, they are doing extreme hours. But also we had problems with trains, we had problems with agriculture. So it's, uh, it's just the, the compounded problems of capitalist methods of organizing the production that we, we are seeing in Canada. We, uh, that is also happening in the, the US and in Europe. It's, it's just the, the same problem, the same anarchy in the organization of production and the impoverishment of the population because these means of production are not organized by the working class. My name is Alpha Kane. I am from London, England. I am a member of the National Executive Committee of Cuba Solidarity Campaign United Kingdom. And as such, I'm leading a delegation and that to come and celebrate, to show solidarity. It's one humanity, it's one world. And especially to show our support for Cuba against the criminal and illegal blockade of the United States administration, not the United States people, but the U.S. government. Right. And this is a uh, celebration for Workers' Day, so I'm asking everybody what kind of work they do and uh, how important, uh, why do you think it's important to have a workers' celebration? Well, I think that workers of the world basically should be united because we fight for the same um, struggle, really. I mean, every single trade union is there to defend primarily the moral and material interests of its members, but it's also important to understand that we live in a globalized world. And as such, it is, it is fundamental that we show solidarity for one another in the same struggle that we're fighting around the globe. Right. So what has been the reaction of, uh, I guess, the labor movement and workers to the sanctions um, I guess I'm really thinking about, we were talking about Cuba sanctions and blockade, but uh, how is it impacting in terms of the sanctions on Russia now? Well, um, I think um, it is important to differentiate the sanction that is being imposed upon Russia because Russia is waging an invasion um, to, uh, of Ukraine. Um, I think there's also something to be taken into account. The expansion of NATO to the east uh, of Europe. Um, it was agreed with Gorbachev and the U.S. administration that such thing will never happen. Right. And 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 but unfortunately, it has happened. And I think that needs to be revisited and tried to be analysed properly and lucidly, rationally, not emotionally, in order to understand what's going on in Ukraine. As far as Cuba is concerned. I can't believe a small island in the Caribbean. I call it an island, a small island with a big heart. That small island in the Caribbean manages to actually manufacture and produce vaccines and vaccinate its population 
I mean, in the UK, yes, we do have the vaccine. I myself have been vaccinated twice and boosted once. Um, it's okay. But for Cuba, a small island under blockade, under US blockade, an island that not only shows solidarity around the world in terms of health, in terms of education, following the successful literacy campaign in 1961, I mean, it's really criminal. It really is criminal. And I think Biden should really follow Obama's example. He was a vice president. Donald Trump put 243 new sanctions, absolutely asphyxiating Cuban economy. I speak to Cuban people. Yes, of course they say that there's certain things wrong in their, in their country. They, they're the first one to acknowledge that. But it is criminal in the blockade. The blockade going on in this pandemic, it really is criminal. Yeah, it's, a, it's illegal. A lot of people don't realize that the blockade and the sanctions are economic war, and it's illegal under international law. That's right. That's right. right. It is illegal. And, and, and what's worse is that every single time in the United Nations, if there's a resolution against the blockade, there's only two countries usually that vote again, and that's the United States and Israel. And that really is a shame. So that really is, is not respecting international law. And I hope that Biden will reconsider his, his position. And those were our voices speaking out on the Plaza of the Revolution in Havana, Cuba on May Day. This is On the Ground. Stay with us. Si todos juntamos las manos continuar este sueño Seguro suenan campanas
This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the nation's capital. I'm Esther Ivarum. Well, on the day before May Day, the historic and palatial Hotel Nacional de Cuba, which still hosts world leaders and celebrities, hosted its own staff and other Cuban workers speaking out about how the cutoff of tourism after 2019 due to the pandemic and U.S. economic coercive measures have hurt both the hotel and them. Inauguramos este encuentro en el año del 170 aniversario del natalicio de José Martí, a pocos días de haber celebrado las seis décadas de la proclamación por el comandante en jefe Fidel Castro Ruz del carácter socialista de la Revolución Cubana y la victoria de Girón. Delegates, dear guests, workers of the National Hotel of Cuba, we begin this meeting in the year of the 170th anniversary of the birth of José Martí, our national hero, only a few days after having celebrated the six decades of the declaration of the socialist character of the Cuban project by Fidel Castro Cruz and the victory of Girón. Primera derrota del imperialismo en América. En medio de un momento histórico que ha evidenciado la continuidad de la obra construida. The first victory against imperialism in America after in the middle of a historic context that has shown the continuity of the build project. Los trabajadores y el pueblo de Cuba se enfrentan a un recrudecido bloqueo cruel y extraterritorial que los Estados Unidos han impuesto contra nuestra patria. Sus agresivas pretensiones injerencistas y sus operaciones mediáticas que tratan de destruirnos, desarticularnos y desafían nuestra institucionalidad. The workers and the people of Cuba have to face a strengthened blockade and its territorial impact imposed by the United States against Cuba and its pretensions to destroy us and interfere in the internal affairs of our country. Se nos invita desde el exterior a no quedarnos paralizados en el tiempo y a mirar hacia el futuro, precisamente cuando más necesidad tenemos de nutrirnos de nuestra historia, esa que ha sido intransigencia revolucionaria, de resistencia, de unidad y rebeldía, justamente para ver claro el camino hacia el futuro. The enemy invites us to forget the past and not look to the future, precisely in a time where we need the most to learn from our history, our history of uh, revolution, of resistance, of unity, and willingness to fight in order to change our future. La Revolución Cubana ha tenido en sí mismo la capacidad de resistir y renovarse. Sin dudas, el hecho de que estemos aquí después de tantos avatares parecería un milagro, pero es el fruto de todo un pueblo y sus trabajadores unidos en principio como el desinterés, lealtad, humanismo, solidaridad, ideas expresadas con claridad en el concepto de revolución de nuestro líder histórico. The Cuban revolution has had to resist and renew itself. Without that, the fact of being here after so many hardships is a 
which could seem a miracle, is the result of the people and its workers, which have been united in the principles such as loyalty, humanism, and solidarity. Para actuar contra Cuba, también se emplea la incitación al cambio. Los trabajadores cubanos cambiaremos, sí, cambiaremos todo lo que deba ser cambiado, como también apunta Fidel en el citado concepto, pero lo hacemos por un socialismo eficiente, democrático, próspero y sostenible que estamos construyendo y al que no podemos nunca renunciar. In order to act against Cuba, the enemy calls on to a change. Workers from Cuba will change everything that must be changed, as Fidel told us on his concept of revolution. But we will do it in order to find a more efficient, democratic, prosperous and sustainable socialism, the one that we are building and that we will not stop fighting for. En la aplicación de las 243 medidas, el sector turístico constituye uno de los primeros planos de impacto. Sus consecuencias persiguen como objetivo supremo aficiar económicamente al país. Este cerco, sin precedente en la historia, con disposiciones unilaterales, signado con campaña de descrédito a los programas de la revolución, evidencia cada vez más su carácter brutal y genocida. The applications of the 243 measures taken by the U.S. government against Cuba has the touristic sector as one of its targets, which uh, looks to asphyxiate our economic sector with consequences without precedence in history of the unilateral measures taken against Cuba. Esta política hostil causa pérdidas millonarias a Cuba en esferas relacionadas con los viajes servicios, operaciones y aseguramiento logístico, lo cual equivale a una disminución del flujo de visitantes. This hostile policy causes millionary losses to Cuba on sectors related to trips, travel sectors, uh, services, financial operations, which equals a decrease in the travel of visitors to Cuba. Cuba ratifica la convicción de mantenerse firme en defensa de la revolución genuina y proletaria, construida y guiada con el legado del comandante jefe. Mantiene su posición de apoyar las conquistas continentales como la Alianza Bolivariana, la CELAC, UNASUR y haber declarado América Latina como zona de paz. El valor enraizado en esas conquistas fue la solidaridad. Cuba reiterates its willingness to stay strong in fight for a, a revolution built by its workers and guided by the legacy of Commander-in-Chief Fidel Castro Ruz. We maintain our position of willingness to fight for our Latin American victories, such as the Bolivarian Alliance for the People, CELAC, UNASUR, and having declared Latin America as a region of peace. El capitalismo, en cambio, ha pretendido liquidar el planeta, ha gestado guerras sangrientas interminables y vuelve a engendrar el monstruo del fascismo, un sistema incapaz de solucionar la crisis económica, humanitaria, sanitaria, energética, medioambiental y cultural, es decir, la crisis multifactorial que enfrenta el planeta. On the other hand, capitalism has tried to destroy the planet has brought about wars that have, haven't come to an end and 
it brings about against the monster of fascism. It, capitalism is incapable of uh, finding the solution to the economic, humanitarian, health crisis, and environmental crisis faced by the world. Las embestidas de la derecha en este continente arremeta aliada con el imperio contra los gobiernos progresistas que lograron avances y aspiran a la integración regional. Ante esta realidad, la solidaridad nos enaltece en la búsqueda de un mundo mejor que es posible. The right in, in Latin America is uh, allied with imperialism. It works against the governments that have come to changes and progress in Latin America, the ones that fight for regional integration. And in face of this reality, we must uh, fight for a better world. Compañeras y compañeros, esta revolución bloqueada, agredida y hostigada logró transformar una colonia envilecida en una nación que hoy goza de prestigio por los resultados alcanzados, por tener resueltos problemas que son apenas sueños quiméricos en muchos países del norte desarrollado. Solo gente cegada por el odio, la frustración, por la rabia, es, es capaz de negar la dimensión de esta gigantesca obra. This revolution in face of the blockade, which has been a victim of a hostile policy by, by the United States, has been able to transform the country into a nation that has uh, been able to achieve many results and that have been able to resolve problems that are only dreams for many countries. Compatriotas, este primero de mayo, Los trabajadores cubanos demostraremos en las plazas de todo el país el apoyo y disposición a la plataforma política, económica y social del Partido de la Revolución, consolidando así la unidad y el compromiso indestructible del pueblo como arma estratégica que garantiza la continuidad. This May 1st, workers of Cuba, Cubans workers, will demonstrate in the squares of the country its support and disposition to uh, support the economic and political and social platform of the Cuban Communist Party and the revolution in a way to strengthen our unity and the willingness to make our project indivisible and indestructible. Los invito a soñar y construir un mundo caliente la esperanza, la solidaridad y la paz con todos y para el bien de todos como aspiraba Martí para la patria que vislumbró y que Fidel con amor y esfuerzo fundó hasta la victoria siempre. Muchas gracias. We invite you to dream and build a better world uh, of peace, hope and solidarity with all and for the good of all as our uh, Fidel Castro uh, invited us to do. Thank you very much. Eh, condición criminal de los Estados Unidos sin razón sin razón tiene una condición para el pueblo de Cuba muy muy difícil y una cosa injusta viva Cuba soberana y libre viva, viva. viva el primero de mayo
the famous Hotel Nacional Lounge filled with photos of its many famous visitors, including the African-American singer Nat King Cole, who was barred from staying here in the 1950s before the revolution because of the Jim Crow segregation enforced by American owners of the hotel. They also spoke of the hotel as a place of history for how Cuba was used as a virtual U.S. colony with the hotel as a site for the mafia and gambling, where before the revolution, the American managers practiced the same Jim Crow segregation that they brought with them from the United States. It's important that you understand what happened in Cuba before the revolution, okay? (laughs) Remember, in last time, Cuba was an American new colony and the Cuban doors were open only for Americans, only 90 miles between Cuba and Key West. Las Vegas was a desert in last time. I was forbidden to drink in the United States. Then the best area for Americans for gambling was Cuba. Of course, it's very close, the people, the weather. Cuba is the paradise island, no? That is the reason that here was the meeting. And after that, we're building several casino hotels in Havana. For example, across the main entrance, you can see the Capri Hotel. 
was the Casino Hotel before Revolution, the Duville Hotel, Riviera Hotel, all of the hotel in front of the Malecon Street. Cuba was Las Vegas before Revolution, because Las Vegas was a desert, no? Mm -hmm. But until Revolution, because the mafia history is a dirty history for Cuba. That is the reason that we're closed all of the casinos in Cuba when the revolution. Today, the casino in the hotel, at the moment, is a meeting hall for events, parties, congress, weddings. It's not possible. The gambling in Cuba is illegal, okay? But now, I'd like to show you the original roulette of the casino in the hotel. But it's only an exhibition. It's not working, okay? It's not possible, of course. Excuse me, while we're yes. walking, can you tell me more about the story of Nat King Cole? You were saying how, he, yes. how he wasn't allowed to stay. <clears throat> Nat King Cole mm -hmm. stayed here in the hotel in 1957. Mm -hmm. But one year before, he tried to stay, and the American management in the hotel no permit Black King Cole here because he was black. Then, uh, and the year after, he was an outstanding singer, and he was an agreement to sing at the Tropicana Cabaret here in the hotel, and then he stayed here with us, oh, okay. when he was an outstanding singer, no before. Yeah. Yes. How about Langston Hughes? Did you know about Langston Hughes not being able to stay here? Sorry? The poet Langston Hughes. You don't know that story. Okay. No, somebody else was telling me the story of Langston Hughes, the poet that wanted to stay here and they wouldn't let him stay here. I don't know. But somebody um, intervened and then he could stay. He's it, also it a is, black American, Afro-American poet. Yeah, it is possible, of course. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Okay. Yo no creo en tu farol, yo no creo en tu karate, fake it easy, por favor, no me gustan los disparates. Si no te gusta y te disgusta, que la timba está sonando la medida gusta. Si no te gusta que te digan a tu cara que eres un saquito guara para que tú me señales y me apuntas. Dime cuál es la confianza, papi que yo a ti te ha dado. No tenemos el nombre y el mismo apellido, para tú estás despesado. Arre, abajo el bloqueo, sí, estás pidiendo, pidiendo el pueblo. This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the nation's capital. I'm Esther Ivarum. And even in this new special period of hardship, the Cuban government is using its resources to build communities, not bombs. After leaving the Hotel Nacional, I was among the visitors taken to see government improvements in the municipality of the Plaza of the Revolution in the Latimba neighborhood. Antonio Blanco Hernandez, project coordinator for the neighborhood, walked with a small group of us pointing out freshly painted buildings, a new home constructed on a rare available lot, the replacement of water pipes throughout the neighborhood. And after a party at the local elementary school, 
where we are greeted by dozens of students giving us their original crayon artwork, stage performances, and afterward, a cup of hot bean soup. Hernandez had time to answer a few questions for me. So I wanted to ask um, how long the renovation project has been going on. Bueno, nosotros comenzamos el día 23 de julio. Hasta la fecha, de forma ininterrumpida, hemos venido trabajando en la transformación. A ver, nosotros, nosotros estamos ahora haciendo una transformación en el caso de la vivienda de, cuatro, de 520 viviendas. In the case of the housing um, area, we are doing a transformation of 520 houses. Okay. Y serán beneficiados alrededor de 3,000 personas. And uh, about 3,000 persons will be benefited uh, from this transformation. And um, is it just the exterior of the buildings or the interior also? A ver, eh, nosotros lo primero que tratamos de hacer es, desde el punto de vista social, hacer eh, una transformación en todas aquellas eh, entidades que brindan servicio. So the first thing we do is to do a transformation from the social point of view in all those entities that give a service to the community. Servicio de salud, servicio de comercio, servicio telefónico, servicio eléctrico. Um, health services, uh, commerce, uh, electrical services. Uh, phone. Yeah, and I know he mentioned they're replacing the pipes, uh, the infra infrastructure. So uh, is that also a big part of the project? Ay, cuando nosotros empezamos la transformación, teníamos una idea de lo que podía ser la envergadura del trabajo. Pero a partir de que se van acometiendo las acciones, van saliendo cosas nuevas que nosotros vamos accionando sobre ellas. So we, when we started the project, the, the process of renovation, we had an idea of the extent of the work we had to do. But um, as, uh, as we go on, as we move on, some other things uh, come up that we have to, to fix or to improve. Right. Or to okay. tackle. Right. Uh, and so finally, um, how long does he think the project will go on until they're finished? A ver, eh, en el caso de los servicios, nosotros pensamos terminar en este año 2022. En el caso de la vivienda, sí va a ser a un poco más largo plazo porque eh, hoy tenemos dificultades con, algunos, con muchos recursos que no nos da la posibilidad de poder a todo el mundo hacerlo por igual, sino por etapa. 
in the case of the services, we are planning to finish it this year. But in the case of the housing, we are going to to work for a longer period of time because we have uh, trouble with, uh, with some uh, resources that we don't have uh, enough right now. So we are going to extend that work for a longer period of time. So just one more thing. I just realized, are there other communities? Is this project part of a larger project of many communities in Cuba? Dice que, que si esto es un proyecto que forma parte de un proyecto más grande que abarca muchas comunidades en Cuba. Ah, a, a partir de, de, de la buena voluntad del Estado cubano, se, lo que se trata es de darle una prioridad a aquellos lugares que son poblaciones con desventajas sociales y abarca todo el país. So, um, as part of the willingness of the Cuban government or Cuban state, uh, we are trying to give priority to some communities that are more vulnerable in the country. Okay. The concern of Hernandez for the vulnerable brings me back to May Day and its special focus on young people who are growing up generations away from the Cuban Revolution and are especially targeted by the millions of dollars the United States spends every year for campaigns that intervene into Cuba and that put the blame for all that is wrong in Cuba on socialism and not on the 60-year campaign against it. Right now, a priority for Cuba is to denounce the United States' exclusion of Cuba in preparations for the Ninth Summit of the Americas, set to take place in Los Angeles, June 8th through the 10th. Solidarity activists are calling for a summit for peace and protests to be organized at the same time, and we will explore this coming campaign on our next show. We still have so much to bring you from Cuba, including a speech from Cuba's President Diaz-Canel and updates about the country's cutting-edge medical research and discoveries. And that's it for today's show. This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the Nation's Capital on two dozen stations on the Pacifica Radio Network, on all your podcast platforms at On the Ground with Esther Ivarum, and on our website, which you know is onthegroundshow.org. You can also let us know you like the show on Facebook, Twitter, and on Patreon.com at On The Ground Show, all of which have a protest sign with green lettering that says On The Ground. You can also follow me on Instagram at Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, underscore, Everum, I-V like Victor, E-R-E-M like Mary. The music we played this hour included Cuba Vive, or <laughs> Cuba Vive, Cuba Vive y Trabaja. Cuba Lives and Works by Arnaldo Rodriguez and Talisman and other artists and Abajo El Blaqueo, Down with the Blockade by Chalu. And our theme music is Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. We look forward to bringing you more reports from Cuba. Until next time, take good care and keep raising your voice. Peace.
On the Ground is a totally listener-sponsored, supported show. If you have not already subscribed at Patreon, you can do so for as little as $3 a month or all at once at $33 for the whole year. And I know that the show is worth more than that to you. If you like the show, if you love the show, if you regularly check it out, if you rely on it, if, you know, it's a part of your soundtrack in any kind of way, please support. Go to patreon.com forward slash on the ground show. And I would very much appreciate your support. And it would mean so much to us at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash on the ground show. Or you can go to the show website, which you might go to anyway, if you reach the blog that way and you click on the donate now button or the um, support donate button and you can see all ways to give.